You think Eminem is sitting there in his fucking castle and he's like, you know what? This ape goes hard. Yes. <laughs> Bro, when you're Eminem, you're that one. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Sunday Sauce, your grandmother's favorite podcast. This is episode 117. Phil, how you feeling today, buddy? I'm feeling great. Now, a lot of you guys are probably looking at this set and you're like, hmm, looks a little different because last week you were like, what would you do? T turn the camera around? Mm -hmm. Where are you guys? Mm -hmm. Look at this mood lighting, all right? Mood lighting and shelves. Now, we showed the members. Yes. You guys can join for $4.99 a month. You get a bonus episode every single week. That's for a month. At this point, we have 41 bonus episodes. It's the same sauce, just a little bit more raunchier. Mm. And now check this out. A little out. bit spicier. Check this out. Ready? You watching? I'm watching. Bingo. Ooh, Bingo. Red mood Bongo. lighting. And you know, we were making a lot of jokes. The new set is starting to feel very Star Wars-esque. And you son of a bitch with the Kith Jedi shirt. Can I tell you? How I was on StockX, all right? Because I love to just, I don't know if you guys do this. I love to just open up apps, clothing apps, and look through shit. I never even go in with the intention of buying You're anything. Window shopping. Window shopping through my mobile device screen. And I saw Kith has Princess Leia, the Jedi shirt you're wearing, a bunch of different Star Wars collaboration. And I ask, how did Kith get that plug? How did they make that happen, Philion? I don't know how they did it, but I will tell you, I stay being drippy. Yeah, no, you're drippy. You're very drippy right now. I've never had anything from Kith before. I didn't even know what Kith was for quite some time. Mm. They tell me they make good threads, great products. And this Christmas, my girlfriend's cousin hooked both of, both of us up with some Kith stuff. And yeah. Apparently, the shirt is pretty fucking rare. No, it's sharp. You like that? Yeah, no. You know how much this is selling for on StockX? I get it. I don't even... You gotta we're, use talk, the force. we're talking in the hundreds. Really? Yeah. Someone will force choke you. Take I, that off your back. Drake posted a picture on Instagram, and one of his best friends next to him was wearing the shirt. Ooh. So, I mean, I might be a rapper these days. Speaking of rappers, see Jake Paul diss Dana White today? I saw the leak. The leak. Did he come out with the actual Full song? music video on stop, YouTube right now. Stop. We it. could probably react to it. But, uh, let's, let's send it. Should we, should we jump right in? Do you think we'll get copyrighted or do you think Jake will let reaction channels? Uh, that's that's what we are today. We're a reaction channel. I think Jake Paul's a little bit more progressive these days. He mm -hmm. is advocating for workers' rights. So I think if in the spirit of his entire mantra these days, mm -hmm. he should let us. I mean, it's fair use. Absolutely. Let's try, Let's dive right in. like propane. Bro. Here we go, bro. Here we go. Oh, that was a little teaser. Here we go, a little teaser. This is a three fight deal. 12K a fight. Now, that's an actual fighter. Life, that's Cyborg. She's one of the best women fighters of all time. I know Cyborg. Rich like McGregor. So what about long-term healthcare? Don't worry about that right now. Just sign on the dotted line or no one's gonna know who you are. Dude, the fact she co-signed on this is pretty savage. You mean like signed up to do this? The music video, yeah. This is wild. They could have got an actor that looked a little bit more like Dana White. But what are you gonna do? <laughs> I gotta tell you, the beat's pretty stinky. It's a stinky beat. This beat is gas, Phil. Let's hear it. Here we go. Surprise, motherfucker! We're tired of you tweeting fighters like this. You greedy bald bitch. Look at your board. Raise pay-per-view prices and pay fighters less. You're sweating like a pig. It's time to put an end to this shit, Dana. Now everybody from the UFC, put your motherfucking hands up and follow. Phil, put your hands up. What are you doing, Phil? <laughs> Come on, Phil. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Oh shit, he's growing on you. No, 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 no. not at all. I like this. I mean, he's a marketing fucking pro, man. Sure. 
I was gonna say. I think Logan's better at making music. Ooh, that's an interesting conversation. We can dive into that Antonio Brown diss track. Fire. This is good though. I like having money conversations. Same. All that little Stockton shit is cool, but that list That's got cool. me thinking. Do you speak a different language? So how many views does this have right now? Three hundred sixty-two thousand, number twenty-seven on trending for music. And it got uploaded in a couple hours. Why you try to fuck the nut boys? Walked in on Demon Time. Dana, it's a lot I know you keep inside. How long is it? Uh, it's not that long. What are your thoughts? What do you want to save them to the end? Wait for the end. Okay. Knock out of the year and I'm a keep inclining. How much do you think this cost to me? Couple hundred K. Probably like five hundred K. Data lacking infrastructure. That ball bitch should have stayed a kickbox instructor. Since could be retired, you just cannot recover. You bankrupt for Tita's vent and pulled you out the dumpster. I think a lot of people don't realize how much goes into like production. Oh yeah, it's crazy. First he said my fights are fixed, and now he says steroids. Shit, I'm really on an island eating lo mein. He's like, I'm just eating lo mein on a beach. Weirdo, ugly ass veneers. Took so many losses, wound it up in VMAs. Trying to fight with MGK, no surprise here. Lamborghini boat with Chip Connor. Really got me wondering what D is thinking. I ain't even dissing now. I'm really speaking. Wound it up in jail too many times without a. You know where my brain immediately goes to? What's up? His next fight, imagine he walks out to this. Of course he Fuck Dana White, bro. You about to witness Dana tapping out. Thought this shit was funny when we started. Now it's quarterback and money. I'm a homes the way I'm cashing out. I just like how Dana White feeds into all this. Yeah. Like he could just not say anything. <laughs> I think the, the main thing. Yes, and he just talks so much shit. I think the main thing is that every single time Dana is in a public setting where there's press, which in the UFC, obviously he's the face of the franchise, so they constantly are asking media questions. They're going to bring up Jake Paul because any clip with Jake Paul in the title is going to get views. So the media people want to talk about it. They want to see him get pissed off because then that just brings in more traffic. Dana flips out again, blah, blah, blah. And now there's just this personal back and forth of Dana being like, you're on steroids. And then Jake's like, I don't use cocaine. Yeah. Jake's like, you use coke. And then there's this back and forth. Now there's actual UFC fighters getting behind Jake saying, yo, this is true. Like we need healthcare. You're not paying us enough. You're a greedy fuck. And if- well, Why know, don't you go and do it? Yeah. That's Start that. your own organization. And my if guy- it's so easy. My, my, one of my favorite YouTubers I've been watching, the Wade, Con I say my guy like we're friends, but shout out to Wade Concept. He was saying like, listen, that's not a valid- comeback. You can't just be like, oh, if you don't like the way we're doing things, you do it. It's like, yeah, you could say that, but you're just deflecting. Like you actually have a these issues and these problems that you should address, which is pretty wild. Man, I love Jake Paul. If you want, bro, I could set up a play date between you guys. No shot. Y'all can like go get bagels or something. <laughs> you don't just fucking you don't wanna, you don't want to get bagels with Jake Paul. I'm good. I feel like a Philly on vlog. I got bagels with Jake Paul. Now you're talking, subgrowth would be through the roof, champ. I don't think so. I think he's falling off YouTube. Jake? Yeah. Well, he's a fucking mainstream athlete now. You know, he was, what was he, on the athlete most paid list, like number 10 or some shit? I don't know. It's fucking crazy. He's from Ohio, and that's all I know. We're from New York, just like Gary V. Fucking Gary V. Just like Gary. You know, he was on the v. TMG podcast. As a guest. Oh, yeah, I saw that, actually. Did you watch it? Did you dive deep into what they talked about or anything? Not the whole thing. I mean, they weren't going to, like, roast him to his face, but they were throwing out some jabs. 
That's cool though when you can talk shit and and critique and then the person comes on. I always love when situations like that happen, whether it's like in mainstream media or the digital space. I fucking love that shit. Now you said Jake Paul's one of the highest paid uh, athletes, right? I'm pretty sure he was on like one of the highest paid lists. I talked about this in a video last night that's not released yet. Maybe it'll be out by then, but- I love when you do this. The little spice before the main video. Fuck yeah, baby. I talked about how, you know, just naturally as a society, we put people up on pedestals and mm -hmm. deem them as celebrities. Now, we as like the, the peasants, the peons, the people who have to look up to these celebrities, not have to, but it's, ex it's expected that they have some sort of like esteem over us, right? Okay. We oftentimes separate them into like different tiers. Mm. And, and at the end of the day, I just think there's one tier. Human. It's just the influencer tier. I would just say human. I would go even more in depth and just say we're all the fucking same dude because gwyneth paltrow okay did you see what happened with her on twitter no she got a board ape from MoonPay. okay which is like one of the companies that does all this crypto shit mm -hmm. now what happened is what happens is these companies such as MoonPay, give the board apes to celebrities and then have them plug it so more people go oh Gwyneth Paltrow has exactly. a board ape. I'm it's, a fan of Gwyneth. I want a board ape now. It's just influencer marketing. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, she's like an A-list actress, right? Would you say that? Yeah. 100%. But at the end of the day, she's just an influencer. <laughs> well, that's where mainstream media shifts to digital media, where like anyone that is promoting anything then becomes an influencer. Or anyone that posts anything really is by definition an influencer. Right. Even if you have 500 followers and you're just a local guy from high school, if you're posting something like a new shirt, right? Let's say you got your kid's shirt and you weren't even a YouTuber. You just post that in your story. You may influence somebody else to go, hey, that's a cool shirt. I want to buy that. And social media puts everything in the forefront. Where I was going with my take on this was that we're all just people, whether you're an A-list actress or you're you know, just starting out in like little local plays and shit, we're all people. We all got the same fucking value. And you know what? You may have more influence but you bleed just like I do, Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Am I wrong, Phil? No, Am you're I right. wrong? It was just funny watching the internet attack Gwyneth Paltrow for another really weird thing because they're on top of her for all of her goop shit, mm. basically selling like snake oil to her massive following of people who just don't want to do any sort of research and take whatever she says at face value. And now she's doing the same thing with the Bored Ape Yacht Club. Like, what the fuck does Gwyneth Paltrow have to do with the Bored Ape Yacht Club? <laughs> You're not going to like my responses to these conversations, but I would argue, hey, what if she actually thinks the board apes That's not what that is. Though. are cool? That's not what that is. And she also gets a bag from it. So now you're in a win-win situation. What does her ape look like? Can we pull up her ape? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, let me let me see her ape. I'll put Looks her on the fucking screen. trash, bro. Is it is it an ape that like resembles her in any way? Because like the Eminem yeah. ape kind of looks like Eminem. It's blonde with blue eyes. Let me see. Let me see. I want to see this ape. Bro, you can't just talk about the board ape and not pull up the board ape. That's fucking podcasting 101, baby. If you think this is cool, we're going to have some problems. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be objective. Because again, I, I've talked about this on you know numerous episodes. I think the apes are pretty cool. If they made a Vinny ape, I'd probably make it my profile picture. Yeah, you already? Oh, wow. Hers actually moves. Whoa. <laughs> Shut up. Holy fuck. Why is it moving? Phil, can I be honest with you? That's not good. Can Do I, you can see I be the animation on that? Can I be honest with you, Phil? Yeah. It's pretty cool. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Yo, how are we even going to put that on the screen? It's like a short video we're going to have to put up. Just going with Paltrow. It's her most I, I never thought I would type this out on a, a podcast editing document. I go 1505. Gwyneth 
Paltrow ape. <laughs> what the fuck? You send a link that uh, a link to that to my uh, iMessage. Sure, but yeah, no, that's cool. Again, they're they're personalized. It's not cool. Oh, Phil, please, I'm trying to save you, bro. You need you need to let me save you. I, I you're falling off the hill, and I keep putting my hand out, and I'm no. going, Phil, don't fucking jump off. I spit on that hand, Phil. <laughs> you really want to die at the bottom of the NFT hill? Yeah. Oh my God, Phil. You know what else you're happened? You're too young. You're too young. You know what else this. happened? Let me hear what else happened, buddy. Did you see Paris Hilton and Jimmy Fallon? Were they beefing? No. They were promoting their fucking bored apes on Jimmy Fallon's show. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do they have custom apes, too? No. Oh, they don't have custom apes? No, no, no. no. All right, well, let's, let's, let's dive you in. You want to watch it? Yeah, I want to fucking watch it. You kidding me? Jimmy Fallon. I saw, I think you, you quote tweeted. Yes. Paris was wearing a green dress. Yes. Right? Yeah, okay. I didn't watch it, but I did see Bro, anytime you tweet about NFTs, I'm just like, oh no, he's raging. He's raging, <laughs> he's bro. Fuming. All right, let me let me get this on the screen. All right. I'm gonna need some audio, Phil. No, no, I'm getting to the point where they actually pull out the fucking apes. Do they like take them out on their phone or they have like no, actual they, they tangible have... images of the apes? Yeah. Here we go. Ready? Okay, let's see it. Well, let me preface this by saying this is the context of this. Okay. Two ultra rich people promoting these pictures mm -hmm. with value only perceived by people. It's different than a house or a car because that has actual tangible value in the immediate time frame. Because the one of the main arguments with NFTs is it has value, but there's no value yet. So you're kind of taking a gamble on what the technology will be like in the next five to 10 years. Okay. Got that? Okay. I get the context. Let's see it. I'm actually very excited to see this right now. This is your, this is your ape. Yeah. Are we debuting? It's really cool. Yeah, it's so shape. cool. Okay, so it's like a what? fancy, well put so, together you ape. Pick your 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 ape. Yes, I was going through a lot of them, and I was like, I want something that like kind of reminds me of me. But I, I, this one, it's it does. I think we we made like another version of it where he Jimmy's face takes the hat off and blonde hair comes out. Uh, yeah, because you could do it now. Okay, so that's more. similar to what mm -hmm. Gwyneth did. Exactly. All right. Same, now Jimmy gets an ape too. Yeah. Uh, here, my, this is my ape. Yours is so cool. Oh, he's a captain. Now listen to how he breaks it down, why he likes it. It reminded me of me a little bit because I wear striped shirts. Okay. I've worn these heart sunglasses because my daughters, just as a joke, they have them. And I, as a joke, I put them on. So I've done this. And I love Yacht Rock and being breezy. So Give like, me yeah. a fucking break. <laughs> Did you hear him just justify why he bought that ape? They're buddies. The only part of it that was weird to me is the uh, I like being breezy. Like what he's saying, he likes to be like on a beat, like on a, a boat, and the breeze soon. is like blowing. Bro, was he a sailor? If you're gonna tell me that that was a genuine fucking interaction, you're off your rocker. I I would I would say uh, I like that because no, listen, listen. I, I take my daughter's glasses no. and I've worn them before, so that counts. Well, I I was gonna say I like stripes too. Listen to me. <laughs> if in his closet he's got a lot of striped shirts, all right, already I'll give that to him. People like striped shirts. Phil, let me fucking talk. Okay. I like the striped shirts. If him and his daughter have this cute little bond where he throws on these heart glasses and but runs around the house and he bees all, he's all silly, you know? If he then has an ape that has something that it's wearing that the daughter likes, that's a nice father-daughter connection. I can rock with that. The part where you lost me was that the, <laughs> he wants to feel cool, easy, and breezy. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it just didn't roll off the tongue properly. It felt weird. Right. That's where I would only, that's the one thing I'd be like, ah, it doesn't, that didn't feel. For me, it's the, it's the context, like I said, right before we played this clip. Mm -hmm. 
Everyone in the audience cannot buy these things. They might be able to. There's no fucking shot. It's definitely a small percentage. How much are they now? Like 400 grand an ape? Yeah. What's like the lowest ape that you can Do you know buy? how much money you have to have to drop $400,000 oh, yeah, on no, an ape? Ridiculous. Bro, your housing situation has to be set. You have to have some form of transportation, I assume. You have to have some sort of investments. No one in this fucking audience is able to drop that much money on a picture. Uh, let me see here. I'm trying to just find out, like, if you want to get the cheapest ape ever, what would it cost you? Like an entry-level ape. That's what I'm trying to figure out here. The scary thing is, though, the only reason I bring this up is the dystopian nature of them promoting this on Jimmy Fallon's thing. Like, this is an ad read, basically. Haven't there been, though, I'm, I'm sure, like, off the top of my head, I can't think of anything, but there's definitely been, like, this is nothing new of, of wealthy people promoting wealthy things that regular people with regular jobs cannot afford. Like, there's been interviews, I'm sure, where they've been like, oh, 50 Cent, you, you bought Mike Tyson's old house. It's well, fucking $50 million. No, I know. Well, that was one of the main critiques. And if you watch Noel Miller's video, who he just posted it today, mm -hmm. he discusses this clip. The main response on Twitter was exactly that thought process. But yeah. then what I broke down for you before was that- That actually has value, quote unquote. Yeah. This thing is so out there where the average person can't even conceive to understand why this has value yet. Because it doesn't even- it, doesn't apply to them they're not part of the club yeah it's i'm trying to think of, of an example of something that has existed that wealthy people can buy that is more of just like like this is what is it necessities and luxury right this is just a luxury it's like I, I would argue this is like any other luxury something you can spend money on that you really don't need right this doesn't give you shelter food water <laughs> yeah any of that like necessity in life right but it is a luxury like you don't if you're a wealthy person, you don't need four cars, but yeah, you could buy four cars. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I get where you're coming from, but at the same time, like it doesn't bother me. Like fucking rich people want to buy a, a picture for 400,000, let them fucking buy it. Yeah, Because you're, I think you're arguing from the perspective of like, it's an unrealistic thing to promote to the masses that are watching this. But like, if they can't, if, if you can't afford it anyway, what is the harm? You know what I'm saying? It's not like people could invest in an ape and then lose all their money. Yes, it is. If you if you can't even buy the ape to begin with. Because Does that make sense? You know what I'm saying? What's happening here is a long-term play in terms of creating an exclusionary club where only rich people can be a part of it. Because if, if these apes were $10 to $15, they wouldn't be fucking doing this. Mm. You see what I mean? Well, if this there, was Well, if, if it was that accessible to everybody, they wouldn't be as cool. Exactly. It's just like the Charizard, going to the Pokemon example, the PSA 10 first edition Charizard, you can't just get those. Yeah, but that even that Charizard has more value than this fucking monkey, dude. See, again, I'm sorry. I know it you, has I know the you IP hate behind it. it. I know you hate it. But like to you, someone no. that's like, this is no. just a digital thing, it has no value. But to the masses, eventually, we might be looking back at this when we're like 60, and the apes might be quadruple, quintuple in value, or they might just completely crash and no one's going to give a fuck anymore. Both could happen. Okay. Can you at least admit that both could happen? No, not with this. I, there's no value in this. <sighs> there's none. I just, I, I just feel like there is, though, but you don't want to feel How that How do you feel that way? Bro, this is coming from someone that also can't get an ape, right? Right. 
We're apeless. We're, we're, we're the apeless average Joes, we'll call ourselves. I'm going to fucking tweet later, all apes must die, but continue. Oh, God. <laughs> Bill, here's the thing. There is value in being a part of something that not everybody could be a part of. Like that in itself, you can't deny there's no value there. It's like, I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of an example that like doesn't make me sound like a fucking idiot. But like when you go on vacation, <laughs> okay. you can stay at a hotel that is really affordable or you could stay at the hotel that is ridiculously fucking expensive. A yacht club. But they both give you a fucking bed and a roof. Yeah. So there is value in getting a more expensive thing, even if you don't need to. But listen to what you just said. They both have a roof. No. There's something there for you. I get what you're saying. That's They're just physical digital. experiences that people can ascribe value to and actually have tangible memories formed from going through that vacation. Or as of right now, there is nothing that exists where you show your fucking ape to and you can go to the board ape gym. You can go to the board ape spa. You can Maybe to- that'll come though. Maybe. But even if that doesn't exist, there still can be value in something that's digital. That's the part where me and you will not ever agree, I don't think. But I feel like you kind of have to with the fact that we're continuously moving in a more and more digital space. That's fine. Yeah. But digital art doesn't really hold value in web two. We're not in Web3 yet. So you're saying this is just way too early for anyone to be getting this excited about it. With an asterisk, the amount of scams behind this, and like I said, the dystopian nature of these two mega celebrities perpetuating this onto an audience, it reads like somebody's pulling the strings behind them who you talk about the board apes. Because mm. a lot of these big celebrities don't pay for their apes. They get it given to them by companies like MoonPay. That's why Gwyneth Paltrow said, thank you, MoonPay concierge. It's just an ad read. So I would say, I would say, I agree with you that that's happening, but I think there's also a lot of people that do find them cool. This fucking alarm system has been going off for the last fucking three days at random times. No, (laughs) no one's going to die. I think the problem is, yeah, Kylie's getting really good at just disabling it very quickly. They're just, it'll, it'll say like the fucking. She just disarmed the fucking bomb. She's good. (laughs) It'll just say like the back window is not fucking tight enough or some shit. I got to talk to James, the fucking smart home guy, because we got to fix that. I would say, I definitely agree with you that that is happening, but there's also, I think a lot of people that do genuinely find them. You think Eminem is sitting there in his fucking castle and he's like, you know what? This ape goes hard. Yes. (laughs) Bro, when you're Eminem, you're that much. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. I, I'm I'm excited for his new album to drop when he does like some form of press. I'm sure people are going to ask him about it. I'm curious the, what he the, says. The board ape mixtape. Bro, when you have that much money, when you have that much money and you have the cars, you have the jewelry, you have the big ass house, whatever. If there's this new project that other celebrities are getting into and you're like, oh, this ape is cool. It has the chain like me. It has the hat that I wear all the time. Why, does, this, why does it have that though? Why does it have the Eminem like look and feel? Yeah, because they gave it to Eminem. He didn't buy that ape. Well, did what, not- well what if that ape was made by the creators of the whatever the fuck it's called, the company, right. brand. And he's, someone said, yo, Marshall, there's this fucking ape that looks like you. You should buy that. What if he bought it? There's Are no cool? shot. If he bought it, would you be okay with that? No. Why? <laughs> because yo, you're not okay if they give it to the fucking celebrities and you're not okay if the celebrity likes it enough to buy it. Why so where, we- where, is the, where is the others, the grass is greener? Where, where is there any Why of you- Why are we accepting this high art digital fuckery that's only allowed to be given to celebrities? Not just given, but bought by celebrities because normal fucking people can't get their hands on them. 
Everyone else is the out group in this situation. So it's force fed down our throats and we have to look at this and be like, oh, that's fucking cool until it's indoctrinated. And we're like, apes are cool. Apes are good. This is the future. So, so though, here's the thing. There's apes. By the way, I'm not arguing just for the sake of arguing, no, but I also think this is leading to a really sick conversation. I'm excited for the comments to get involved. There's not a member episode. There's going to be a lot more people talking about this. There's definitely a lot of people that agree with you. I would, I would think there's a lot of people that agree with me as well. I don't think it's completely lopsided one way or the other. But the thing is, apes are the very expensive, very hard to get into NFT. Right. But there's so many lesser ones. So like, if you can't get the ape, you could look at those toads that me and Chris do, like, right? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, and who, swamp and, verse. And who knows, maybe swamp verse will eventually get traction where let's say a big influencer, all of a sudden, let's say Gwyneth comes out and says, I really love this goop toad. So right? she, she becomes the new phase banks. Of and then, and then all of a sudden, hear me out for a second. All of a sudden, all the toads raise in value. Then the people that got into that project that believed in that project, all of a sudden will raise the value of their toads. Maybe they flip a toad. Maybe they get an ape. I'm just playing devil's avocados here, man. Right. I don't, I have that one NFT from Logan Paul that I bought to enter a fucking card thing. Yeah. So I don't have any NFTs. I'm just simply speaking from like a, I want to think futuristic. I want to. Well, you had one NFT, but what happened? Well, I still have it. It's just it, it, the value lowered substantially. Why? Because, I mean, who's trading the Logan Paul NFT for a, a box giveaway? Exactly. Nobody really was. So that's the problem here. When you have the value of something dictated by the pull of celebrities, that's a problem. Just like what happened with Elon Musk talking about Dogecoin and Bitcoin. When you have one person in power with a shit ton of resources influencing the market and other people's money's involved, that's a huge fucking problem. I feel like this has been, this is a conversation for people way smarter than me, but I feel like this has been happening with tangible goods that weren't necessarily digital forever. Like th this is nothing new, I don't think. Like anytime a celebrity or a person of influences talks about anything, you will see more eyeballs gravitate towards that. That's something that's not new. That's been yeah, that's existing forever. That's you celebrity I mean? marketing. Yeah, it's m just marketing in general, I guess. Yeah. But the thing is, I'm not so mad about it, I guess. Like to me, if, if a celebrity talks about something and I don't think it's cool, I go on with my day. Right. If people are talking about these apes, I'm like, yo, I'm not gonna lie, those are pretty cool. Like if they had an ape with big glasses, a hat, and a fucking beard, and it looked like me, I'd be like, hey, if I could afford that, maybe I would buy an ape. Clearly can't afford it. It's so fucking expensive. Maybe I'll get a toad instead. Here's maybe I'll get nothing. It just, it makes you think a little bit. I don't buy that these people are genuinely interested in this artwork. I don't think they give a fuck about the applicability of these things in the future. I think they were paid by a company to promote them, and now through linear media, through television and digital media, like social media, mm. it's pushed down the masses' throats. That's my main concern with it. I'm excited for the dialogue. For, for an ulterior motive. It's designed literally to benefit them and fuck over the normal person. Otherwise, these apes would be affordable for everyone. Mm. It could be something that everyone can get behind. Why is there such a power dynamic where only these ultra celebrities can get these fucking things? You know what everybody could do, Phil? What's that? Shave their nuts. That's a fact. This podcast episode is brought to you by Manscaped.com. Fellas, it's a new year, which means it's a new you. Feeling your best starts with looking your best, which is why our friends at Manscaped are hooking you all up with the right tools and formulations designed specifically 
for men. There's a lot to fall in love with at manscaped.com, including the Performance Package 4.0, your all-in-one head-to-toe men's grooming and hygiene kit. Let's check it out, Vin. My favorite product in this kit is the Lawnmower 4.0, which is a cordless waterproof body trimmer. I used it last night. It's good for beard maintenance, but this trimmer is specifically designed with advanced skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks and cuts on the most sensitive areas of your body. I'm talking about the rose bush. Of course, your balls and wiener. It's true that women love candlelit dinners and long walks on the beach, but they also like a manscaped man. So make sure you take care of yourself down there and use the right tools for the job. The performance package is filled with gifts that you and your partner will both love, including the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and the Crop Reviver Ball Toner Spray. Let's be honest, guys. You're probably not smelling the best down there, which is why Manscaped created the first clear-drying, long-lasting groin deodorant designed specifically for your nether region. Now, I don't know about you, but I had no idea that ball toner was a thing, but I love how I can get a quick spritz down there when the mood is right, so you're ready no matter where the night takes you. And included in this new package as well as the Weed Whacker, ear, nose, and hair trimmer, which is also waterproof and cordless. Nothing worse than going in for a kiss and worrying about unruly nose hair sticking out. I've been there, man. It, it's not a good situation. The Weed Whacker has these 360-degree rotary blades and the same skin-safe technology from the body trimmer, so it helps prevent tugging and tears in your nose and in your ears. Manscaped is no longer just for below-the-waist grooming. In addition to their products for your face, they now have you covered from head to toe with their new and improved Shears 2.0 luxury six-piece stainless steel nail kit and a bunch of new liquid products for the showers. Yes, and all these products from Manscaped have the same signature refined cologne scent. It's masculine, it's woodsy, and without being too overbearing or clashing with other synthetic scents you'd normally find in drugstore brands or products. And for a limited time, when you buy the Performance Package 4.0 kit, you'll also get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag and the Manscaped Anti-Chafing Boxer Briefs. So whatever your relationship status is for Valentine's Day, gentlemen, remember to take care of yourself down there with Manscaped. Make this Valentine's Day extra special and get the gift that you and your partner will both love. Now don't wait. Go to manscaped.com and use our promo code SAUCE to get 20% off plus free international shipping plus Two free gifts. Thank you, Manscaped, for sponsoring this podcast. Back to the episode. Sorry, I had to squeeze that little transition in there. It just felt right, you yeah, know? I'll that's, transition that's, I think that's a good cap to that conversation, though. Yeah. You know? And I like promoting Manscaped on our podcast because it's a physical thing, you know? The Absolutely. world is ever-changing, so who knows? Maybe we can get the ball shavers NFTs in the future. We'll see. I've, uh, I've been playing Legends Arceus, new Pokemon game. So let me get that straight. My that's, guy. It's, it's so good. It's like Breath of the Wild meets Pokemon, kind of, right? It's an open-world RPG Pokemon game. You basically you have your, your crafting table. You go to a tree. You throw your Pokemon into it. It attacks. Then you get the Apricorns. You bring it to the table. You mix that with some wood. You can make a Pokeball. It, it's, the story is very intriguing. Basically, you are a, a girl from or a guy, whatever, from the modern-day Diamond and Pearl Sinnoh region, and okay. you fall through this hole in the sky, and now you're in the past at the Hasui region. The Hasui. Which, which will eventually become the Sinnoh region. So you're back in time. Everyone's wearing this old, like, ninja garb. Really fucking cool. You can change your outfits. You can catch a bunch of different Pokemon. There's shiny Pokemon as well. You can roll. My personal favorite feature, you roll down like a, a fucking hill like and shit. Barrel roll? Like a quick, like, shoulder roll. Yeah, it's fucking dope. Really? Dude, I gotta tell you, I think... If there was ever a Pokemon game you would get into, it would be something like this. There's like different missions. So like you'll talk to someone, for example, and she'll go, oh, I really would love to check out a Buizel. Can you bring me a Buizel? You bring her a Buizel. She goes, oh, I'm sorry. He's you too short. Quests. You have to give me a bigger Buizel. So then you go back out to the field. You find another Buizel. You catch it. Those are the three starter Pokemon. You have Oshawott, Cyndaquil, and Rowlet. Uh, if you scroll down a little bit. 
I went with the, or we, me and Kylie were playing it on stream. We went with the uh, Ashwat. Uh, no, the image right there, Cyndaquil, Rowlet, and yeah, there you go. So I went with the guy all the way to the right. He's very sad, is but- the water type? Yeah, I would die for him. The middle is the grass type, Rowlet, and then the left is Cyndaquil. Cool thing about this as well, there's different Pokemon with different forms now. So when these Pokemon evolve to their final stage of evolution, they actually look different than their final stage of evolution from the modern day era. Mm. So that's the cool little twist. That Voltorb right there, see, that's a Voltorb, yep. but he's Hisuian. He's back in the day. He looks different. He's not as advanced yet. Right. Right? It's pretty cool, right? Yeah, it's primitive days. Yeah, so me and Kylie streamed it last night for about six and a half hours. Jeez, fuck. Fucking grind, don't stop, baby. Literally, after this podcast, we're going to go do some grocery shopping because we're apparently getting fucked with snow tomorrow. I literally have to leave before we get lambasted. Yeah, no, it's going to be brutal. Definitely going to be a shorter podcast episode today. We started a little bit late. Phil's got some things to do. I got some things to do, but it's going to be a tight-knit, solid fucking episode. But yeah, we're going to go grocery shopping because tomorrow I don't think we're getting any fucking Uber Eats because there's going to be a, a dummy amount of snow. Yeah, we're getting Uber Eats tomorrow. Yeah, fucking shopping. Fucking cars are going to be able to travel. You know a new thing that I've been noticing about Uber Eats? What's that? A lot of guys and a lot of girl delivery uh, people, bicycles. I, what? I, yeah, dude, they show up on bicycles, which nothing wrong with that, but- It's, it's four degrees outside. It's fucking freezing and we order a lot of fucking food. Granted, they package it well in like the brown paper bags and the plastic bags. And I guess you just hold on to it while you're pedaling or maybe they have a basket or something. But there's this new thing on Uber Eats that I've noticed. I'm talking a lot about Uber Eats lately on this podcast. We need a fucking sponsorship, Uber. Anyway, I ordered a rotisserie chicken the other day from the Boston market. And then I got a prompt saying, oh, would you like to add something from 7-Eleven? Nearby. Nearby. You've never gotten those? Never saw that before. So I was like, yeah, I'll add some Diet Cokes because I wanted a drink. That's and the guy calls me he's outside and i have the prompt just leave it at the door but this guy called me anyway and i came i came outside and i'm going through the bag i go motherfucker he didn't bring the diet coke this guy i guess didn't realize you have to stop there before you deliver the food so he then went back to 7-eleven then came back with diet cokes <laughs> by then i was already halfway through the fucking chicken carcass right you know what i'm saying so i messaged uber and i was like i really hate doing this but the guy he didn't bring my diet cokes I got to cancel. You pulled out the tech support? I said, I gotta, I'm a platinum member. I'm going to fucking do it. Wow. You know, luxuries. We yeah, talk about yeah, luxuries. Yeah. So I was like, can you cancel the order? And she goes, oh, no, he's actually on his way back with it now. So I'm like, oh, okay, if he's going to bring them, then whatever. I need a Diet Cokes anyway. But it was like a long period of time in between the orders when it should have been like brought at the same time. So you're not a fan of the two-stop thing? Well, if it works the right way, it's good because it extends the trip a little bit, but then you get more stuff in case you forgot to order that's one thing you that's can weird bundle too. and save that's what it is on doordash yeah like if you call up a little bit archaic and you go how you doing pizzeria had like a penny vodka and a large neapolitan pie mm -hmm. 20 minutes thanks you could call back up and say actually you know what can i get a one liter of coke as well with uber eats once you order that's it forget it that's then you got to do two separate orders i think they might be able when the delivery guy gets there give you both orders i think i've had that happen before but i'm not entirely sure i think it's supposed to be that way he's supposed to show up with all the orders. It should definitely do that. But yeah, my stream last night, bro, I was drinking those energy drinks, the Alpha Land drinks you brought over. Dog. <laughs> no, seriously, you got to get me in contact with this guy, bro. Okay. I'm telling you right now, I, I would love to be sponsored by those drinks. I'm, I'm addicted. That's just one flavor. Excuse me? Bro, they come in different, different colors. Phil. Phil, I'm going to need you to say, hey, my buddy at Vinny, he's also an influencer. Why don't I just see if he wants to sponsor the podcast? Yeah, that would work. That would work fantastic, too. Oh, I see a blue one. I see a blue one. These are all the flavors. They got blue, pink, red, a multicolored red, white, and blue one. Then you got purple, white, 
orange. Oh, this, the yellow one's not even there. It's yellow, the new flavor they're trying. Yeah. So he yeah. launched the Alpha Land project. Brainchild. Yep. It's just huge fucking compound in Texas. And that's like the drink that they came out with with the launch. Mm. But I, I'm pretty sure the white one is like low key. A lot of people's favorite. What is that? Like a what's the white Gatorade? It's like an icicle crash or it's some just, shit. It's just come. Glacier. It's just come. Just come. Yeah. Oh, does he need any new employees? Because I come a lot. I can fill up those bottles. <laughs> you got to ask Gatorade. Shit. Was it you telling me about the KSI Logan Paul Gatorade buying prime shit? Gatorade buying prime? No. Is that a thing? They want to acquire it already? No, we no, no. talked about the fact that they might sell it for billions one day, like briefly. Well, they're these creators, Colin and Samir. Okay. Do you know them? No. They're like creators for creators. They do like short. You definitely. You, you've, you've definitely brought them up to me before, for sure. And they basically threw the thought out there that since KSI is the main British influencer, Gatorade has no pull in Britain. Mm. They have other things like. It starts with an L. It's this weird ass. I've heard drink. of it. Yeah. Another sports drink or hydration drink. And Logie Paul has the US audience. Mm-hmm. So it would be smart or in Gatorade's best interest to acquire Prime to get KSI's pull once it gets normalized that this is a good drink. I feel like, though, that's something that's going to have to be like a proven concept. I, I think right now there's a lot of hype with Prime because of the fact that it tastes good. A shitload of influencers are talking about it, giving a promo, whatever. I, I personally believe it will continue to have success. Right. And bro, did I tell you? But I, it's I, based on the celebrity marketing as of right now. I mean, everything is, bro. Like, not everything. Not, not everything, but a lot of things are. You want to hear a third eye of truth future projection too? Let's hear it. Mr. Beast is coming out with new food called Feastables. Mmm. Like Lunchables. Uh, that's what I think they are. He sent a package to Casey Neistat and I believe Logan Paul. And it has a lock on it and it expires in like two days and then you can unlock it. I don't know what the hype for that is, but it's an underground Twitter account called Feastables and it's following all of Mr. Beast's team and Casey Neistat has it. And think about what Mr. Beast likes. He likes to give food to people. He likes to help people and he likes businesses. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I put two and two together. I think it's going to be like a Lunchables type thing. Yeah. I mean, for sure. If it's called Feastables. Or like a... A snack service that makes Ooh. like comes out with just like cookies. His or burger uh, endeavor was actually extremely successful. I never had one of them, but apparently they were really good. And Next week, let's fucking order Mr. Beast. Um, can we order them here? Yes. Let's do it. All across the country. Let's do a fucking mukbang on Sunday <laughs> sauce. <laughs> this fucking shit sucks. I heard they were really good. No, I know. I, I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty intense guy. I'll try the chicken sandwich. Yeah. And well, you try the burger. I'll try the burger. You get the chicken sandwich for sure. Yeah, that'd be great. I don't know. Like. I, I feel like this is something that you really got to sink your teeth into and do like a deep, like psychological dive. But to me, like the influencer marketing does not bother me at all. No, because me as like a free thinking person, I would just assume, hey, if this is something that I would like to purchase, I will. If it's something that I don't want to purchase, if they're promo promoing it, that's fine. Because you got to think like it's an ingenious way to market. If we had a product that we really wanted to fucking get out there to the eyeballs and the masses, right. we would send it to other people that do what we do because- Word of mouth is huge. No, I agree. And eyeballs drive sales and sales make money and we all want to make money and grow our businesses at the end of the day. So like, I don't see anything overtly, 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 I don't think is a word, overtly wrong with it. I agree you know? with physical things. So you're just still anti just digital. I just, I just know the context of this. I know where this is going. I, I'm way too deep in it to know the agenda behind it. I'm excited to see 
where it ends up in like 20 years, even 10. In 2032, I'm, I'm excited for us to have episode like 3,000 of the podcast. I'm not sure if that math checks out, but welcome to episode 3,000 of the Sunday Sauce. Today, we're going to talk about the last 10 years of NFT space and where it went and see who was more right, Vinny or Phil. And then maybe we could like, you know, buy each other a new uh, Beastable. <laughs> feastable. If you, if you lose, you'll buy the Feastable. Yeah, let's see if anything came out yet. I feel like we would have heard about it. You're right. They're probably just laying the groundwork as we speak. HTC. Apparently. Mr. Beast fans react to the rumored chocolate bar. I will, what does it say? I will buy a hundred bars when it comes out. Damn. It might be a chocolate bar. That's pretty cool. Mr. Beast bar. Yeah. Oh, it's like a chocolate ice cream bar. No, no, no. This is a reaction. Video. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because I love those like haagen ice cream bars. Forget it. Because the thing is, it would be smart. It would be in his interest to come out with a chocolate bar because kids love chocolate. Mm-hmm. If Everyone he, loves If chocolate. he comes out with a candy company, dude. Forget it. Oh, this is Mr. Beast's chocolate bar. Whoa. Well, dude, that's what I've been noticing with Prime, bro. My mom has been bringing the Prime to, uh, to the high school. She's a hall monitor. Bro, people are freaking the fuck out. The kids are I like, know. how did you get that? My mom's like, don't worry. I'll bring you some. I'm like, Mike, you're taking all my fucking Prime. I got like seven bottles left. But it's also exciting. Like, you know, when I went to the gym, a bunch of people came up to me. I think I was talking about this on a member episode. It might have been a public episode. That was, also, can we just was, make sure the camera's still going? We were on like 45%. Sure. We got to wrap up soon anyway, because we got to go. But what are we looking at right now? Oh, we're fucking big chilling. Sit down. We got big three more minutes. Chilling. Big fucking chilling. <gasps> but yeah, no, definitely find out about the Alpha Land sponsorship thing. I would, I would love that. Get a fucking case for the fridge every month. Forget yeah, it. That's it. It's going to be B-E-A beautiful. What else you got going on this weekend? We're shoving a lot of fucking snow, right? Yeah. I might do one of those Italian dad moves where you wake up every two hours and shovel it so you don't have to do it in the morning. I think I got a, a kid in the neighborhood doing my house, which I'm very excited about. Are you serious? You're yeah. employing the boys from I think the it's street? time. You know, that's how you know you're old. You don't go outside and you shovel anymore. That was more. a fucking meat smack. That was, was that intense? Sorry about no, that. No, it was, there's the audibility of it. Yeah, it was loud. But I yeah, can take it. I'll give this uh, I'll give this kid 40 bucks. He's going to do my house. Hey, you missed the spot. And then I get to stay inside very cozy and drink some hot chocolate. It's just your brother. <laughs> no, it's a local guy in the neighborhood. Joey doesn't fucking shovel. He's too busy training for Mr. Olympia. Well, it's because he lifts too much weights. His lower back is probably shot, so he goes to shovel and he can't do it. Very true. It's very true indeed. Anything else you got, Phil, before we got to go? I got a giveaway going on Twitter, which... Uh, It'll go on till Tuesday, February 1st. If you guys want to check it out, giving away Switch OLED and a copy of Arceus. You should enter. I'm, so you I liked it, it and retweeted it, but I, I don't have three friends. There we go. Eh, you could tag me three times if you want. Phil. All right. I'll, I'll give an exception for you, buddy. Thank you guys for watching. We appreciate it. Keep sending grandmother submissions to Sunday Sauce Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next week with the grandmother of the week. Fucking love you guys. Let us know what do you think of the set. Did we keep it red the whole episode? Start with blue, but now we're going rainbow because it's party Hell time. Hell yeah, it's party time, baby. We love you guys. Share this podcast with friends if you like it. Thank you so much for watching. Let us know. Get in the dialogue. I want to see a lot of comments on this episode. Yeah, we got see. 600 likes last episode. Let's get 1,000. Let's get 1,000. Sounds good to me. Phil, any final words? Say hello to your grandmother for me. We love you guys. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.